So what is a platform really? It's a big buzzword these days and we're going to explore what it means. We've got a little bit of the philosophical and then a little bit of the technical today. And of course, we send you off with some action items. That's today on Tim Talks, episode six. Welcome to Tim Talks, the podcast helping the independent musician online. If you're looking to build your web presence, expand your reach, grow your email list, and sell more of your music on the internet, then this is the podcast for you. With short and actionable episodes every Monday and Thursday, Tim Talks is all about demystifying social media, digital marketing, and all things online business for indie artists. Let's dive in. Could you use $100 to invest in your musical pursuits? With the launch of the new podcast, I'm doing a drawing for a $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. Head on over to freemusicgift.com and enter the drawing to win. If you're using the podcast app on your iPhone, just tap the Tim Talks podcast image and the link will pop right up. The drawing closes on Thursday, March the 26th, and I'll be announcing the winner in the 12th episode of Tim Talks, which is going to go live on Monday, March the 30th. So make sure you enter soon. Again, head over to freemusicgift.com today. Hey guys, welcome to episode six of Tim Talks. I'm your host, Nate Fancher. Good to be back here in the podcaster's chair. And um, for you, it's a Monday. For me, it's a Friday. I tend to record these on Fridays, but um, yeah, I'm excited to help uh, kick off your week. If I'm a part of your week this week, that's pretty cool. So thank you very much. I got a little bit sappy in that last episode, thanking you for listening. And I, I really mean it. Um, you know, I, and I'm thinking of real people. I'm thinking of you, James Simmons. I'm thinking of you, Tim Horn. I actually wrote down a list of names here. I went into my um, email thing, uh, my my database deal, and I pulled out some names. Uh, Betty Overstreet, thank you for listening. If you're listening to this, Deanna Wrigley, Noah Armstrong, my good buddy Noah, um, Lauren Becker. Um, it's just really cool that you are, are listening. Um, I could keep going. We've got a growing community here. I'm excited to have you along for the ride. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be here. Kenneth, Kenneth Roman, Jason Lopez. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm getting sappy here, but I, I'm just portraying to you that that this is a real thing, and I get the most excited about helping you, you who are listening at this very moment. I just named you by name, or, or maybe if I didn't name you by name, I'm talking to you. Um, I have you in my mind when I when I write up these scripts and when I sit down to record each and every episode because at the end of the day, it's all about serving you, the independent musician. And this really ties into what we're going to be talking about today, actually. Platform. Platform. It's a big buzzword these days and it's important that we we not just, you know, say cliches and just use words that everyone uses. I, I want to think deeply about all of these things. So, So what is platform, really? A platform is simply a stage, right? I touched on this in episode two. Uh, episode two was the four pillars of the indie musician online. And um, you, you have to have a platform. It's one of the pillars that you need to be successful um, in your business, in your pursuits as an indie artist, um, especially on the internet. There's a, there's a lot of noise out there. You need a platform. Without a platform, your music is not going to get heard by other people. And as I said before, a platform is simply a stage, right? It's a way to get up above the crowd with all the noise and with all the hype and get in front of people. And and this is what the new music business actually rewards, artists who are already um, on a platform of some kind. 
So in this episode, I want to talk about a strategy that I think is the best way to begin building your platform. And, and I may say a few things that might surprise you. I'm warning you now, uh, I run the risk of possibly confusing a few people in this episode. So you have to pay attention because what I'm going to say is slightly nuanced, if you will. So let's, let's get right into it. Your blog is not your platform. Your blog is not your platform. You will need a blog. Absolutely. We're going to talk a lot about that on this podcast. With my strategy, having a blog that you are regular on is a given. Uh, but contrary to what many might think of when they hear the word platform, your blog is not your platform. You will need your own website, yes, but but having something online for people to find out about you does not equal platform. I, I think a mistake that that we could make easily when it, when it comes to all this online stuff is that we can get fooled into thinking like Ray Kinsella. I mean, you remember Ray Kinsella? He's um, basically Kevin Costner in the Field of Dreams, that movie, that old movie. There's that, there's that really famous little whisper that comes to him when he's out in his cornfield. If you build it, they will come, right? You, you've heard that. I, I tried to whisper it. That was kind of weird. My voice is a little bit strange today, but... Um, yeah, you, you remember that, right? If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. There there have been so many times when I have put in so much work to a blog or a website design, recorded, uh, produced some kind of music or even a podcast episode. I have uploaded it to SoundCloud or MySpace at the time uh, when it was back, you know, MP3, MP3 days. Um, I then get on social media and I would then send out a tweet or a status update and then sit back and hope that there is a response. Of course, it was most of the time always a little discouraging, right? And especially with blogging, when you put all of your heart and your soul into this long-form article that you write and you craft and you uh, do a lot of work on a blog post, you get everything up and going, you put your heart and soul into it, and you hear crickets after you hit the publish button. That's... That's what a lot of people have have faced. You know what I'm talking about when you um, post a blog and you don't get the response that you want or when you put something out there to the world and you don't get that response. I said this in the last episode, but you have to realize that when you start out, most people have no clue who you are. And people simply think that if you build it, they will come. And it's just not true. To, to go back to what I already said, you, you need a way to get up above the noise. A new blog, when it starts, is usually just another WordPress blog, quote unquote. That's what um, the little tagline on, on most WordPress installations says, just another WordPress blog. And here's a newsflash for you. There are around 100 million active blogs on the internet. And, and that's a number according to uh, webdesignerdepot.com. There's a blog post. I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, 100 million active blogs on the internet. Yes, WordPress is right when they say you are just another WordPress blog. Unless you really develop a marketer's mindset, you will be just another WordPress blog. So it's basically like being one of the people in the crowd shouting out, um, you know, with all the noise, you're, you're, you're shouting about what you're doing amidst all that noise. You need that stage. You need that platform to get noticed. You need a platform. So, so what would be a good definition of platform then? You know, we already said it's a stage, but let's get technical here. Let's, let's think about this a little bit more deeply. I like web presence. I like that, 
phrasing, but, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have a platform. It could just mean you have a lot of activity, right, online. We get a little bit closer to a good definition when we think about a fan base or a following. But the idea is that it's the number of people who know, like, and trust you, who have given you their attention. That's a platform. It's, it's that number of people. And I think that the most tangible way to measure the size of your platform is the number of people on your email list. So I know that sounds very um, unromantic, but it's true. We'll be getting extensively into email in episodes 11 through 14 coming up, um, a, a four-part series on on email list building. Um, I'm very excited about it, but, but that's a great way to practically measure the size of your platform. How many people have actually given you tangible permission to share your message with them? It's not about your followers on Twitter or your fans on Facebook, but a tangible list that you own. So I think your platform starts there as far as like a real honest look at the size of your platform. And from there, you can draw some circles around each other that that begin to branch out into other digital spheres where you can have more reach. You know, this would obviously include your blog, your website, um, other public channels like social media. But to get an honest assessment uh, of the strength and size of your platform, just look at your email list size. But something just to add here would actually be uh, the measure of your list's loyalty. So if you have 500 highly engaged and loyal fans on your email list, that's a whole lot better than 13,000 people who never open your emails. So the quality of your list then determines the influence of your platform as well. It's, it's not just about the size. If you can focus on growing both of these two areas, the numbers and the quality, you're going to be set. You really are. But now let's look at a common objection when it comes to some of this stuff. And uh, this is going to tie into uh, how I started this, this segment. Some might say that the internet is too noisy. And that it's just stupid to try to build an audience online anymore with, with how flooded it is. With all this information overload culture that we, that we now breathe, right? They may say that having a blog and working on growing an email list is something that just doesn't work anymore. And this is true. Surprise. This, this is true, actually. Having a blog and working on growing an email list is something that doesn't work anymore. Only if you are focused on yourself. And this my friend, is where most people give up because it seems too challenging for many folks, especially artists, because this is kind of counterintuitive, but it's very, very important, and not just as an artist, but in life, okay? Let me explain. When I started out this podcast, I listed a a handful of real people. I mentioned uh, some of your names a moment ago, people who have signed up for the Tim Talks email list. Each and every time I, I think through the content that I'm working on, when I'm writing these scripts, when I'm, when I'm recording these podcasts, I always go through a little acronym that, that I uh, simply call W-I-I-F-T. <laughs> W-I-I-F-T. W-I-I-F-T. What's in it for them? You have to ask yourself that question. What's in it for them? If you can clearly articulate how you and your music, your story, your message will not only inspire people, but actually help people, then you have everything you need to build a real platform. And it doesn't matter when uh, you find yourself in terms of uh, the the day and age you live. You know, if something's, if it's too noisy, you know, we live in a noisy time for sure, but that doesn't matter. Blogging, social media, advertising, business, marketing strategies, all of that stuff comes and goes and changes rapidly. Um, But in many ways, it's always been noisy. If, If you just Think about life and the world. It's just that there have been different kinds of channels that have come and gone. 
different kinds of technologies, right? You know what never goes out of style, though? Helping people solve real problems. Helping people find solutions to real pain points. Do this, and you're going to be successful. Hands down, for sure. People will share the news of your thing, whatever it is, your music, your message, your art. They're going to share it with their friends. Word of mouth will do its thing, and you'll have serious leverage in your marketing. It all comes down to who are you serving? You have to ask yourself that question. In my case, it's helping indie artists like yourself, creative people like yourself, think through their digital marketing and getting more exposure for what you're for whatever you're doing. This is a tangible way that, that I'm here to serve you. So you need to ask yourself, how will you, not only as an artist, but as a person with several gifts and several talents, contribute value to the world that helps people? Think about it. Who is on the other side of your music? Who is uh, at your show when you're playing live? What are their names, right? Who is on the other side of your podcast if you're going to start a podcast? Who is on the other side of your blog post reading it when you write your blog post? How is it helping them? It's always about people. People. If you get good at defining your ideal listener, your avatar, to use that word, and then getting out there and looking for how to serve them and how to help them, I'll tell you what, you're going to crush it. You absolutely will. That, my friends, is how a real platform grows. Let me tell you about an online tool that has completely made my life so much easier. Leadpages.net is your one-stop shop for creating landing pages, opt-in pages, and sales pages that convert. Trust me, guys. You could spend hours designing your own landing pages with a web developer or even longer if you're a DIY guy or gal. But Leadpages literally gives you an easy button. With just a few clicks and customizations, you can have high converting landing pages and squeeze pages in literally under five minutes. It's well worth the investment if you're serious about growing your email list fast. Just head over to theindependentmusician.com slash lead pages and sign up today. Again, that's theindependentmusician.com slash lead pages. Okay, guys, head over to theindependentmusician.com slash six. You're going to see today's show notes, and uh, I want to just leave you guys with some action items before we wrap this up. I want to kind of take what I just shared with you and um, and kind of get practical and technical here and, and give you some thoughts moving forward, and you can find all of this at the show notes for today at theindependentmusician.com forward slash six. So, all right. So, in the last episode, um, I asked you to, to list your top five strengths or your skills. We talked about, you know, carving out your own niche, discovering your unique voice and finding out what makes you, you, right? Which by the way, you have value. I just want to tell you that right now. If you're listening to this, I'm going to get all sentimental again. All right. I'm going to tell you right now, wherever you are, if you're running, if you're in your car, I don't know where, I don't know what you're doing, but I want to tell you that you have value. You are unique and you have something to share with this world something that is God-given and that you need to exercise for the good of this world that we find ourselves in, okay? So discover that and, and develop that. Connect your strengths that, that I told you to list, those five strengths, those skills. Um, connect them to how you're going to help someone. Connect those things to how it serves people, okay? I want you to write that down. I want you to think this through. And then number two, connect with people in those same areas who already have a platform, and see how you can contribute to what they're already doing. So 
um, an example might be, and, and this, by the way, this is going to sound a little bit counterintuitive, okay? So I know that we talk about marketing for your music. That's kind of the, the main topic here on Tim Talks, right? But surrounding your music is more than just your music. And so I want you to think outside the box for a moment. Let's say that you are a very gifted gardener, okay? You're a very gifted person who goes out and you plant something in your front yard. You know, that's something, by the way, that I wish I had. I just do not have a green thumb on either hand. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you were to go out there and begin writing some some blog posts or doing some videos or just doing something that really helps people learn how to do that, and then you tie that to your your songs and your music, you have something very unique to offer, and um, but there are so many great blogs out there where people are, are doing this. And uh, you can go to those platforms, people who already have a platform in that niche, and see how you can contribute. Just look and see how you can serve. And then you're gathering people who have uh, obviously a love for gardening into uh, what you're saying. Um, you know, And you can do this, by the way, by guest posting, interviewing them on a podcast that you might do or a video blog or something like that. And um, you're simply getting in front of more people. So you're using their platform to build your own platform. And this is really what artists have been doing for years, right? When they go on the road, they open up for a bigger band. And that's, honestly, that's how I discovered the band Elbow, right? They were opening up for the band Coldplay, who is a much more famous band than Elbow. And I love Elbow now. I'm, actually, I would say that I I like some of Elbow's music a lot more than Coldplay, Um and I wouldn't have known about Elbow had I not gone, gone to see Coldplay. They were borrowing Coldplay's platform to build their own platform. And so you can do this by um, connecting your strengths and your skills to how you're going to serve someone and then finding someone who has that same skill set who might already have a platform. Even if it's just a little bit bigger than your own, you're getting in front of people, okay? Um, and you're seeing how you could contribute to what they're already doing that's that's very, very important. So, um, and you can do this various ways, as I mentioned, guest posting, interviewing them on your on your blog or your podcast or, or, or something like that. And um, that's, that's a great way to begin sharing your work as an artist. And you can, by the way, always tie this back to your music somehow. That'd be so creative, I think. Just think outside the box, okay? Also, check out the book Platform um, by Michael Hyatt. I mentioned that book in episode two to go along with this particular pillar, which is, uh, you know, you need your own platform. And um, that's a great book. He goes into a lot of details on things that, that you should do, just best practices for, uh, you know, getting your blog going and and why you should definitely have your own domain name and why your Facebook page is not your website. It shouldn't be your platform. It shouldn't be your, your website at all. Um, so check out that book and read it. If you have not read it, I'll have a link in our show notes today. Again, our show notes are theindependentmusician.com forward slash six. All right, guys, don't forget to take action. That's the only way to move forward. Leave your uh, comments on our show notes if, if you have any thoughts about that. And, uh, oh, by the way, I need to say this. I have um, just implemented a new way for you to ask questions. If you go to any of our show notes, you can, you'll find it in today's show notes. There will be a little place there where you can leave a voice message and ask a question. So if you have a question related to platform um, in this particular episode, you want to uh, just bring up something and, and you're confused by something I said or, or something like that, then leave your leave your message there and um, I'll do my best to answer it. In fact, if you have something that's uh, 
a common question and something that a lot of people tend to ask. I might even make it into a full episode where I address your question. I play your your uh, question for the in, in the show itself, and then I address it in the main uh, feature segment of the show. So, um, again, you can go anywhere on the site, and you'll find where you can leave a voice message for me and for the show. In fact, if you have a website or, or something already and you and you want to mention your name and your website in your voice message, um, if it really fits and, um, and I'm able to get to it, I'll make that a full episode and feature that question and uh, people will hear more about what you're doing. So, um, yeah, you can find all of those in pretty much any of the blog posts or the uh, show notes episodes at theindependentmusician.com. All right, guys, I told you about this giveaway. I've told you about it in the last several episodes. I'm going to continue to kind of push for this. If you can use $100 towards something in your musical pursuits, I'm going to be giving you a, uh, well, I I hope it's you. I'm going to be doing a drawing for a $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. If you have something that you that, that you need, if there's a purchase that you're saving up for, this $100 can go towards that. And um, I'm going to be doing the drawing on the 27th, technically the night of the 26th, somewhere in there. That's that's when you can get your last few entries in the drawing, but it'll be closing then. I'll be doing the drawing on the 27th. I'll be recording episode 12 on the 27th, and then that episode will be going live on March 30th, where I will announce the winner. And um, now we'll be doing uh, a drawing each month, and you can go to freemusicgift.com, enter the drawing there. You can enter multiple entries, by the way. Don't forget... You can enter multiple entries and increase your chance uh, of winning. So, again, head over there to freemusicgift.com. You're also going to get Tim's Top 10 Tools for Internet Music Marketing. It's a PDF that I've put together with with videos, actually, that link to videos on the blog. And um, it's also a, just a great way for you to get a list of the top tools that digital marketers are using these days. Um, they're going to be the things that I talk about a lot on this podcast, and that PDF is put together for you. Again, that's Tim's Top 10 Tools for Internet Music Marketing. You can get that when you enter the drawing at freemusicgift.com. And um, yeah, so that's it for this episode. In the next episode of Tim Talks, we're going to talk about the old buzz phrase, direct to fan, and what I believe is the most effective way to have true direct to fan in your business model as an indie artist. All right, guys, that's it for today. We'll see you next time right here on Tim Talks.